Botzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. You're listening to This Morning on 6.30. Chat. a lot of people weighing in on the text line about our pizza discussion. And we will reschedule our interview with Ryan O'Flynn, making a name for himself in London, a former Edmontonian, with Detroit-style pizza. And we got a couple of suggestions here on the text line. Big G says, High Dough or Campio has awesome Detroit-style pizza. Morley needs to try it. So we had this discussion about what exactly Detroit-style pizza is. He's a big fan of Chicago-style. Um, what's Detroit? Well, you can go to Campio or Haido. Haido on the south side, Campio downtown. And Don says, uh, Capital Pizza, great thick crust similar to Royal Pizza. So just a, a shout-out. He also gives a shout-out to Rosso Pizza. That's the thin crust pizza. Though so there's pizza for all here in the city. Thank you so much uh, for texting in. But we're going to uh, lead now into a discussion about the year that was in Alberta politics, a busy year at the Alberta legislature. We had an election, a lot of back and forths with Ottawa. To take a look back at 2023 and a peek at 2024, we have Catherine Grukowski, Alberta legislative reporter for Alberta Today on the line. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning, Stacey. Do you have a shout out for your favorite pizza joint before we, oh, we dive gotta in? Oh, it's got to be Tony's, got to be Tony's. I'm I'm on the North <laughs> North Central, Tony's Pizza Palace is where it's at, yeah. <laughs> 100%, they've been there for a long time. They're, they're an institution for a reason, right? Those are big pies for sure. All right, let's, uh, let's serious it up and let's uh, talk about uh, what happened in Alberta in terms of politics. What's the number one story for you in 2023? Well, as, as you mentioned, I think it's got to be the election. I mean, um, always a huge year when it's election. It's like it's like the Olympics for political reporters. Um, it was it was an interesting one, right? Like it was it happened during wildfires. So the premier was allowed to be called premier, which was weird. Um, she, she kept kind of a, a low profile during the campaign period. And of course, the the UCP won a majority, but it was it was a much reduced majority with the NDP sweeping Edmonton and picking up most of those Calgary seats. So it was it was quite a fascinating one in how how close it was with just a swing of a couple hundred votes. It could have could have gone a different way. Yeah, and I think a lot of people were discussing that maybe time was ticking for Danielle Smith because she lost so many seats. She eventually did win, but uh, you know it was at a reduction with her at the helm. But that doesn't seems to be the talk anymore. Nobody's talking about that anymore. It seems like she's pretty safe. Yeah, knives knives are away for now. It, it seems, um, and and typically after election, uh, leaders will have a honeymoon period, and 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 certainly I think she's so far seems to have uh, muted muted the critics. Everybody's agreed. Okay, we we won. Let's 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 enjoy this win. But this year hasn't been without scandal for Premier Smith, has it? Oh, oh my goodness! Where where would I even begin? Do you remember um, them? <laughs> well, it's it's just it's one thing after another, right? Well, um, one of one of the more controversial decisions was this moratorium on uh, renewable energy. It it seemed to come out of the blue. Um, although people had certainly been bringing up concerns like reclamation, we don't want to go down the same road as these uh, abandoned oil and gas wells. Um, there's concerns about use of agricultural land. 
uh, but then all, all of a sudden we get this moratorium at the same time as the U.S. Inflation Reduction Act when there's all this investment coming in for renewable energy, for geothermal, all this, all this type of uh, new energy. And, and what was interesting is she said, oh, well, the rural municipalities asked for the moratorium. Then the rural municipalities said, no, we didn't ask for it. Then it was uh, ASO and the AUC, all the regulators. And it turns out through through some freedom of information requests that um, there were talking notes written up for the affordability and utilities minister um, basically two weeks after he got into the role. So uh, that, that was an interesting one. Um, of course, the pension plan um yeah finally got to see that. nobody's talking <laughs> about that anymore catherine <laughs> oh my gosh like uh, it was uh, of course out of the fair deal panel um so so it was another one of those things that um the premier did not want to talk about during the election campaign then post-election here it comes this unbelievable number of 53 percent of the fund or 334 billion and People are like, what? What? Where? How? There's no way. So it's it's become a, a pretty controversial thing, and then and then now we're at a point where the engagement is on pause as we await the federal chief actuarial analysis. Um, so I'm I'm curious to see where this goes in the new year. But I mean, we had. Polyev speaking out against it. We had Ontario's finance minister speaking out against it, and it prompted an emergency meeting of the finance ministers. So very curious to see uh, where this goes in the new year once that number from the federal government comes out. Do you think it's dead? Just sort of like the provincial police force. We spent millions of dollars looking into it, both of the issues, and the provincial police force, it's done. Uh, Do you think it's just going to be done, this APP? Out, out with a whimper, not with a bang. Well, I guess we'll have to see what this this number is. And I think by pausing the engagement, they're not they're not holding those in person town halls that were promised. I think they kind of want it to go away. quietly go away, despite the million, as you say, millions of dollars spent on engagement up to this point. Uh, also, this year, uh, our premier, our provincial government, picked a lot of fights with Ottawa. And it's and it's always always a winning strategy to fight Trudeau, fight fight the fight Ottawa, and so we had um, the tell the feds campaign. Uh, you remember there was the raps on 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 transit, um, some court cases that had started under Jason Kenney um, actually won this time around. There was the plastics case that found the plastics was too wide, the Impact Assessment Act. And it was the first time this year that we saw the use of the Sovereignty Act, and likely not the last, although the Sovereignty Act motion in the legislature, the Premier was the only one to speak to it. It hasn't actually passed yet, so it's still in the order paper, waiting for a debate in the spring. But yes, when when the federal government introduced the electricity, being electricity regulations, when they introduced a carbon cap and methane emissions cap boy that's that's a win for smith because it it creates that that enemy
Yeah, you you know, a lot of Albertans not happy with the federal government, but will all of this sort of fighting with Ottawa make us enemies with the rest of Canada? Because they're like, oh, Alberta's got all these ads out, they're not truthful, and there's been a, a sort of a bit of a backlash, including the APP. It's sort of, you know, she's pandering to her base, but are we alienating the rest of the country? Yeah, um, that's that's a good question, and and it's the fight with Ottawa is all about all about making Albertans happy. But as as you mentioned, um, the APP, I think what they had probably hoped was about see we we contribute so much and we want to contribute so so much. So maybe can you can you allow us to keep producing? But it kind of comes off as like we're going to take half your money and there's nothing you can do about it. So, so um it it depends on the fight, right? Like mm-hmm. other other provinces might not understand the electricity thing because they have hydro, they have nuclear, um whereas we are dependent on natural gas since we're um almost transition away from coal. So so yeah, I think in a province that has a lot of hydro, they may not understand it, but uh, it's it's popular in Alberta, and that's who she was elected by. So For sure, uh, Catherine, can you stick around? We want to look forward to twenty twenty four, and maybe you can give us a couple of wins for the uh, UCP government uh, over twenty twenty three. That would be great. Can you stick around? Yeah. Absolutely. We're talking to Catherine Gokowski. She is the Alberta legislative reporter for Alberta Today. We're back in two minutes. <laughs> This morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, presented by Abe's Door Service with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. The year that was in Alberta politics with Catherine Kowski, Alberta legislative reporter for Alberta Today. And if you can chalk up a win for the UCP government and Daniel Smith, what was the biggest one this year? I mean, I would have to say the the election. Um, Rachel Rachel Notley and Daniel Smith were two very strong leaders um, going into it, and. It would it would have been a redemption story for for whoever won, and the one who won was was Daniel Smith. So that's that's a obvious win. Um, uh, one of the wins of twenty twenty three that is going to be moving to the alcohol, perhaps for some, is when people go to the gas station on January first, and that fuel fuel tax is back. I mean, it was it was widely celebrated, and other provinces um, followed suit with that waiver of the. The fuel tax um, as people are grappling with affordability measure and I think it was a big win in 2023 we'll see we'll see what happens in 2024. Well, this and the province is sitting on a big surplus too. So uh, we'll see what happens uh, January first. But fill up now, Catherine. Fill up now. <laughs> let's, Absolutely. Let's talk about 2024. Big changes for the NDP, possibly. Yeah, I mean it's it's believed that Rachel Notley. 
could be stepping down as leader. I mean, she's she's led the party to to a victory. She's led the party for a while. She's still immensely popular, um, but it is expected that she'll be stepping down, making room for the the next leader. When that happens, uh, who knows? She knows. I don't know. <laughs> could be before the spring sitting. Could be that she sits another as leader. So there's already candidates sort of lining up and, and a lot of talk there. Yeah, you can just see that on your Instagram feed if you follow any of the NDP MLAs. Uh, what else are you looking for uh, this year, maybe from the government? Uh, obviously, health care, it's, it's a big issue right now, and I'm sure it's not going to stop uh, December 31st. Yeah, absolutely. So actually, it's um, as the Shay Gadam show commercial said um she had promised to fix the healthcare system in 90 days well it's it's been over a year healthcare system is not fixed so they're trying something else with this healthcare restructuring they're removing that central control from ahs um ahs will be now in charge of acute care and there will be three other bodies for primary care mental health and addiction and continuing care but meanwhile like many places in canada there's so much strain on the healthcare system. There's dozens of temporary closures in the rural areas. We have the opioid crisis. We have, right now we're in the middle of COVID, influenza, RSV. I mean, the the number of people who are homeless right now, that leads to complex needs in the healthcare system. So healthcare is definitely one to watch. And another I'm, I'm watching also is this drought and what will happen there. Um, the fires, the problems, yeah. Yeah, with wildfires, um, agricultural disaster. It's um, definitely one to watch, as, as well as everything we've been talking about, the war with Ottawa, um, what will be what will come of the pension? Um, will the moratorium lift in February? All, all all the stories we've been talking about, I think, will will carry on into the new year, and we'll probably have a few new ones. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> never a dull moment. One or two. Thanks so much for your time, Catherine, and uh, happy you. new year. Happy New Year, Stacey. That's Catherine Grukowski, Alberta Legislature reporter for Alberta Today on the line for us today. All right, it is eight twenty-four.